Wave. This is Bruce Dumont with our weekly analysis of national politics, featuring occasional injections of Roman innuendo, all offered up by our panel of political insiders, pundits, power brokers, public servants, professors, and most importantly, plain-speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight, featuring commentary by liberal professor Mark Casello of Calumet College of St. Joseph, Republican activist Jeff Hom, Democrat activist Ellie Kay from Palm Springs, California, and conservative attorney Judith Sherwin. Our program tonight coming to you from all over the United States as we welcome the first broadcast of 2021. Lots to talk about. There's lots of news going on right at the moment. We have a full two hours, obviously the last couple of weeks since we have been with you live. Uh, much has happened in the world, and I want to begin by, uh, first of all, congratulating the 117th Congress, which uh, was sworn in today. So we have new members of Congress. Some of the old people have already left town, and yet uh, there's a huge meeting coming up on this coming Wednesday where the United States Senate is going to take uh, put the issue of whether or not there was a fraudulent election front and center, as it has been for many people in this country for the last 60 days. Uh, Judith Sherwin, now you are our card-carrying conservative Republican. We've got another Republican as well. But give, give us the short version of uh, uh, where you personally come down on, on what some United States senators of Republican stripe are attempting to do uh, this coming Wednesday. Well, um, you know, this is this is a process that we've only actually done really once before, mm-hmm. um, and um, nobody really knows how it's going to turn out. What what the law seems to say, and I say seems to say because it's really not all that clear, is that um, at least one Republican, one representative has to object to a slate of electors, and then the um, joint session retires to their respective houses and they debate it and then they vote on it. So it's not even clear whether they um, vote on them all at once or they do them one at a time. I'm not really sure about that. It's really hard to tell. So the rules are gonna be kind of interesting to see what happens. Um, it is a process that uh, starts out in the constitution. The uh, electoral law that they are working under, a number of college professors think that the law itself is not constitutional Mm -hmm. because Congress has put itself in a position to decide the election. So um, I'm not sure what's going to happen on Wednesday. I don't think anybody else is sure what's going to happen on Wednesday. I want to ask, uh, Judith, I want to ask our other Republican, Jeff Hom, because you're concerned about the the future of the Republican Party. how does the how will the party look after Wednesday if they if they keep pushing this issue and uh, to a resolution that that many are not happy with? Is, does it hurt the party or does it invigorate the party? I mean, look, we're coming off four years where the Democrats spent the entire time saying that Trump was an illegitimate president and that they were trying to do everything to get him. The fact that the, the Republicans are being hectored about following a constitutionally um, appointed process is crazy to me. And it just shows the double standard in the media, right? I mean, you've got to let this play out. It, I mean, Hillary Clinton said that Joe Biden should not uh, concede under any circumstances how, I, until all of his all of his um, things would, all of his past would be exhausted. How's this any different? But does, does your opinion change because there are so many 
uh, opportunities that the Trump administration has had to go before courts, to go before state legislatures. I mean, they have sought all uh, remedy to, to their concerns. Does it concern you that their, their record is, is, is basically uh, O for about 30 at the moment? Uh, Jeff, well, you, and then I want to get the other guests involved. Okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not a legal scholar, right? So I don't know of those 30 attempts which were actually, uh, actually which had merit or or, or 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 which didn't, right? I mean, there were 60. There were people. Sure, fine, 60. I'll stipulate. Okay, so there could have cool. been 100. Who cares? Go ahead, Jeff. Okay. Exactly, right? So like, some of these aren't even being brought by um, the administration. Some of them are being brought by brought by third parties who claim okay. to be acting on behalf of the Republican administration. I mean. The number doesn't matter, right? The Constitution is what matters here. There's a constitutionally appointed process, and well, January right. 6th is when we'll see it let play me, out. Let me, let me interject here because we do have Democrats, and, and we want to make the program as, as balanced as we always do. L.E.K., we're going to welcome you. Uh, this is your second visit. You join us from beautiful Palm Springs, California, where you're a, you're a big uh, mover and shaker out there, the Democrats of the desert. Uh, what, what do you make of, uh, of all the brouhaha surrounding the inauguration? I think it's very sad. I think that, uh, first of all, this president said that he would accept the results based on the election. Then he said no, he would want it to wait until the electoral college came in and the and the uh, electric, uh, electric, electrical, uh, I'm sorry, electoral votes came in. Mm -hmm. They did. And by the way, I'd like to remind everyone, but they are the same numbers that uh, Hillary Clinton uh, lost by, and she conceded at 3.30 in the morning on the election to That's Donald Trump. That's it, not true. Excuse me, it is true. Are we going to have that kind period. of a debate? Do she I never get conceded. Everybody she never conceded, and neither did any of the rest of you. Excuse me, may I speak? Go I was ahead. asked my Judy, opinion. Judy I'm Sherwin. sorry. Judy. I did not know, Judith, that you could interrupt me. I thought I would be polite and not interrupt you when you were speaking. You started interrupting me, Ellie, so get off the high horse. Thank you. Excuse me, as the moderator of this program, I'm going to ask our Republicans to stand back and let's let the Democrats make their case. But please, both sides, let's not interrupt the other. I want to go to Mark Casello, also a Democrat. Uh, he is a college professor and, and views this stuff with the great uh, seriousness. Um, do you understand why the Republicans are doing it? I mean, if, if the shoe was on the other foot, would the Democrats be doing the same thing? Well, certainly, Bruce, as I was thinking about the show tonight, um, it re reminds me of the impeachment, where um, the Democrats were going to push through that impeachment. Pelosi, you know, uh, accepted that they wanted to do that, but it was going to result in something that was largely symbolic. But there was a political strategy to the impeachment vote, which was they thought it would hurt President Trump politically going into the election, so they were willing to do that. What baffles me is that Ted Cruz and the Republicans um, are, are actually distracting and, and detracting from the attention that should be on Georgia and, and maintaining control of the Senate. And, and you've got this sound and fury that's ultimately going to signify nothing on Wednesday. Um, and it's just really hurting their chances of, of taking, uh, holding control of the Senate on Wednesday. But again, go back to you, Judy. You wanted to make a point. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Um, so I am a lawyer, and I've been watching these court cases. Um, the problem with the court cases, and I know that uh, the media likes to say, oh, it's 60 or 30 or whatever it is, uh, the merits of this have never actually come up in court at all. 
Uh, they have been thrown out of court on standing. They've been thrown out of court. I mean, somebody uh, the other day said, uh, you know, before the election, it was too early to bring the case. After the election, it was too late to bring the case. In the middle of everything else, they never had standing. The courts don't want to deal with this. And quite frankly, you know what? I think the courts shouldn't deal with this. And what should happen is a political process, which is actually playing out right now. And, and there is a law in place. They are trying their best to follow it. Uh, it's kind of a nightmare for lawyers because it, there's no court cases, there's no interpretations, there's very little stuff here. But the one thing that is absolutely clear, there is a one thing. What, the one, uh, Judy, before we get to the one thing that's absolutely clear, we've got a break uh, for okay. some spots. 1-800-723-8029 from coast to coast and border to border. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks for joining us. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation, it's your news, your nation. The tween made you see. We are the boy. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Harrison's Reality Check. Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. Corona Alert. Climate change-driven smoke from wildfires may be a surprising new route for the spread of viruses. Since microbes and fungi from the soil can survive in large numbers in smoky plumes, these pandemic times are also good times for us to try to better help our environment not hurt us back. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. Have you noticed that well-known and controversial talk show hosts have recently been censored on the Internet by corporate and political interests? This is Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio. And in order to counter against the suppression of information, we've decided to create our own private digitalized playground called Aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring videos, movies, audio clips, archive shows, e-books, e-magazines, documents, and so much more. Our news aggregator, Newsifer, provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We'll also be hosting other Ground Zero-friendly podcasts like Into the Parabnormal, Normal with Jeremy Scott and The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Aftermath.media has a social media platform along with a chat room to interact with many of our listeners. And about once a month, you can chat with me about anything. Mobile apps for Android and Apple are now available. The monthly subscription for Aftermath.media is only $9.99 a month. This includes exclusive access to our library and Ground Zero Archive podcasts. If you're just interested in having access to the Archive podcast, it's only $4.99 a month. So sign up today by going to Aftermath.media. Again, that's Aftermath.media. 
Hi, this is Julie Ryan from the Ask Julie Ryan Show, heard on Thursday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m., wishing you and yours a fabulous 2021. Back, we continue with Beyond the Beltway. Thanks very much for joining us this evening. Before the break, Judith, you were about to make a point, so we go back to you. Thank you. Thank you. The, um, the Constitution very clearly indicates that the decision on the electors is supposed to come from the state legislators. And what's happened here in a variety of states, particularly in Pennsylvania, that has not happened at all. They changed the laws. They, they uh, in Georgia, they the map. Right. They entered into a a, uh, a consent decree. In, this is Georgia I'm talking about. You have a bunch of shenanigans that have gone on in the last six months, for sure, right out in the open. And and the there is a Supreme Court decision that says that that job of the legislature is not delegable. You can't give it to somebody else to do. So even if the legislature says, oh, it's okay, we're going to let the governor do this, that's unconstitutional. Nobody's ever really fought about that before. That doesn't mean it's not reasonable to fight about it now. Okay. And Jeff, if you haven't go noticed you. Uh, over the, the last way, four this, years, Donald this, Trump is not going to go okay, quietly this, without fighting. We, we know that, but but we know that also there, this happened again in eight or happened once before in 1876. Uh, right. What happened? What were the conditions in 1876? And this is for anybody. What were the conditions in 1876 that are replicated right now? Do you know, Jeff? I mean, are you asking me to compare today to Reconstruction? I'm asking you. Do, do you know what were the conditions <laughs> in the country in 1876 when this 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 uh, upheaval came up once before? I mean, this is not I mean, the I first time I, this this effort has happened. Wow. I, I seem to recall that the, the the bargain here being that the uh, the the decision that was reached by Congress was contingent on removing uh, Union soldiers from the South. Oh, the South, right? Um, okay. And so it was it was it was called the corrupt bargain. It was um, uh, what was it? I forget the the name of the two parties involved, but I I don't think that there's anything remotely comparable. Um, between I want to I want to bring our Democrats back. I'm going to bring our Democrats back into the discussion. Start with you, Ellie. Ellie, if we added up uh, the the victory totals in the four or five states that were that are, are most uh, you know contestable right now, if we added uh, them all up, would uh, would Donald Trump win? Would he win no. those states? No. And I want to remind everyone that Georgia did three counts, including one by hand. And not only did Donald Trump lose Georgia, despite his hour-long phone call about it to the Secretary of State today, but the fact of the matter is that uh, Mr. Biden actually ended up with another, I think, 187 votes. This is, this is something that is truly sad, in my opinion, of this president being unwilling to accept the votes of the American people. But do and you think lost. from a political... It's that simple. But also... But Ellie... From a political standpoint, you're you're a partisan yes. Democrat. Uh, if this continues to go on, do you think this conceivably could be a nail in the coffin of the Republican Party, because the entire party is going to be tarnished by uh, whatever happens in the next couple of years? If they no, continue I don't think to so. Play I think there are card. enough strong. I think there are enough strong and and dedicated Republicans who are seeing this for what it is. For example, Mitt Romney. 
and uh, I, I, and Liz Murkowski came out today uh, that she's not going to support Ted Cruz's uh, mm -hmm. uh, stunt that he's going to play on Wednesday. No, I don't mm -hmm. think it's a nail in the coffin of the Republican Party. I think the Republican Party is, there is a section of the Republican Party, a part of the Republican Party, that has decided to uh, support uh, this very divisive action by uh, Mr. Trump. But I do think that there are other Republicans that are going to say, I really don't think that there's going to be much of an outcome, quite honestly, on Wednesday, except for a more and more disruption, which is... Uh, Mark, do you think bad. this Let's is a result of Republicans who are fearful of Donald Trump, or uh, is there uh, Republicans of principle who happen to think that Donald Trump might be right on this? Yeah, or are they, I mean, fear, are they know, fearful of being a primaried? Yeah, it, it appears to me that, that this is a result of um, a fracturing in the Republican Party. Um, there's, there's a section of the party that, that uh, sides with Trump's, um, you know, uh, fighting attitude and understand that the base gets fired up by that. They understand there's 74 million voters out there who still voted for Trump. Because I, I can't understand from a conservative principle standpoint how federal interference into a, a, an election could be uh, adhering to some high conservative principle. Now, if they want to make the argument that there were enough sub substantive irregularities in this election that they should be investigated a as some purport, then let's do it, if that's the uh, ostensible reason. Okay, well, let, I don't let, see any problem me, with that. that. That brings us to what's going to happen on... Uh, uh, this coming Wednesday when there will be a joint session of Congress. And again, uh, there's a statement that's been put forth by uh, some of uh, the Republican senators. There's about 12 to 13 Republican senators now uh, who are following the lead of Josh Hawley on this. And uh, here, here is the resolution that, that is before the, the House and the Senate. Congress should immediately appoint an electoral commission with full investigato investigatory and fact-finding authority to conduct an emergency 10-day audit of the election returns in the disputed states. Once completed, individual states would then evaluate the commission's findings and could continue a special legislative session to certify a change in their vote if needed. Okay, Ellie, what's wrong with those words? What's wrong with those words? Well, for one thing, it's the, it's the timing. First of all, if you go, be, the Constitution says that the new president, the president, has to be sworn in on January 20th. The other thing that's interesting about this is that Polly is talking about is, is talking about doing something on a federal level to the states. What happened to the, to the, to the Republicans saying states' rights? All of a sudden, you don't want to have states' rights. The states have certified each state has certified the election and what is but happening Ellie, here ellie ellie let me ask you this practical question I'll, I'll, you and then i want to get to everybody else's response um do do you believe that um with 70 million people allegedly 70 million people who voted for donald trump now they may not all like this idea but maybe a healthy portion of them do so a healthy portion of americans uh, they just think something stinks and they they they, they want to be uh, dealt with and they're americans and you know they're um, they you know numerically they may be not the majority but again it's it's a big number 
would it be worth an investment of 10 days to investigate, as this resolution suggests, look at all the evidence, and then present it to each of the various states and, and legislatures, as well as Congress, and then, uh, you know, after a little time, uh, have a vote and decide who's Okay, so spend some time. I guess that they're going to be ready to do this on, the, on Wednesday, the 6th, because that yeah. would put you at the 16th of January. Again, hey. the president must be sworn in according to the Constitution on the 20th. If it was and eight days, like would you everyone, support it, would you support it for eight days or seven days? Okay. Yeah. Judith Sherwood, no, they're saying they want yeah. 10 days. Judith but has her hand raised. Believe it or not, for those listening on radio, she's got her hand raised. You can't see it, but I can. So, Judith, we're going to go to you, okay. and then we're going to go back to Mark and, and Jeff. I'm sorry. At some point, I'll be able to fully answer Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to come, I, come back to you for the final so, word on that. Okay. So first of all, uh, Wednesday's the sixth. If they really get it, so, so it'll be seven days. Whatever it is, they are saying they want to have a commission. They want to have an investigation. Uh, the 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 point here um, is that the Constitution, the election of a president, is both a a federal government and a state government political act. There are provisions in the Constitution on a federal level that control how the states do this, and then the states are supposed to do it in a proper manner. There is a lot of similarity between this and what happened in 1876. What happened in 1876 were a number of irregularities. That opened the door to the problem of who was elected. It was also an extremely contentious election because we were coming out of the Reconstruction. The Democrats wanted the Union troops out of the South, okay? And this is how it ended. They gave their votes to Hayes. Hayes became the president of the United States, and, and that was that was a bargain, okay? I don't think there's any situation right now that's going to... Okay. That is the bargain. It's not right. funny. Hang on just a second. Okay. I don't Judith, think there's Judith, 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 Judith okay. I want to make... Uh, I want to go back to Ellie. Ellie, are you there? Because I want to bring everybody... I, I know there's a frustration, because uh, I'm seeing it on camera here, and I do want to hear from Jeff, and I do want to hear from Mark, but I want to go back to you, Ellie, because... Uh, you and Judy have, have obviously differing opinions, and I want to make sure that each of you has an opportunity to express those without interruption. So go ahead, Ellie. Thank you. I'm simply saying that these, in every state that he's contested, they have done recount after recount after recount. The states have certified their elections. This president, by the way, to remind everyone, saying from the very beginning of the election cycle that if he lost, there had to be fraud. Well, you know what? There wasn't fraud. More people voted for Joe Biden, period. Now, this is it's unfortunate that this has ended up like this. It really is unfortunate because there's a lot more important issues right now than his ego. And we're talking about COVID. We're talking about people dying. And he's still calling 351,000 people dead a fake. Well, but when you come okay. back, I'm sure the Democrats and the Republicans, they'll all want to talk about the, the, the call to the Secretary of State in Georgia. We'll do that. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks for joining us tonight.
Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hey guys, it's Clyde. Listen, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You know, you can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killings, lawlessness, and mayhem. We also have to be concerned about power outages, epidemics, and quarantines, along with natural disasters that break supply chains and cut off store access. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one, in times like these, you have to make sure that you have enough food to eat, if and when the system falls apart. If you know me, you know I fully endorse my Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through these tough times ahead. You should too. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithgroundzero.com. That's preparewithgroundzero.com to get your food kits today. The future is uncertain. And I urge you to prepare by going to preparewithgroundzero.com and get ready now. That's preparewithgroundzero.com. Ancientlifeoil.com. That's ancientlifeoil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who is it? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to ancientlifeoil.com. CBD. Broad and full spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. From brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. Happy New Year, everybody. It's JT from Barbecue Nation. Bring in the New Year right with Barbecue Nation Saturdays from noon to two right here on WCGO. Some new stations that are listening to us this evening for the first time, and also to welcome Salem Media as the new distribution partner for this program. So hopefully we are coming in loud and clear. If you want to test the uh, the visibility and the signage, and not the signage, but the the wattage in your area, uh, we'd like to have you give us a call. One eight hundred seven two three eighty two eighty nine. We will take calls in just a moment after we let each of our guests introduce themselves, and we'll begin with the Democrats. Let's start with Mark Casello. You've uh, You've been trying to fight your way into this discussion this evening, but tell everybody who you are. 
I'm Mark Casello. I'm a director of English and Media Communications at Calumet College of St. Joseph in Whiting, Indiana. I live in Chicago in the Pullman National Monument established by President Obama in 2015. And Ellie Kay from Palm Springs, California. Yes, hi. Um, I'm a retired flight attendant, political activist for about 40 years now. Yes, I'm only two, right. Um, and um, currently, uh, I'm I'm the volunteer coordinator, as we all are volunteers, for the Democratic Headquarters of the Desert. Okay. And that's one of the largest Democratic uh, uh, clubs in the state of California, is it not? We are the, the, well, it's actually not a club, the Democratic Headquarters. I am the past president of the Democrats of the Desert, but mm -hmm. the Democratic Headquarters of the Desert is the only permanent Democratic Headquarters in Riverside sure. County. And uh, we've been going now for 13 years. And we're all volunteers. None of us get paid. Very good. Jeff Hom, tell everybody who you are. Hi, my name is Jeff Hom. I'm the political director for the Young Republican National Federation, which is the national organization that runs um, uh, by our clubs. Um, I uh, live in Chicago. I'm a graduate of DePaul, um, and uh, I've been, you know, doing this uh, media hits and this kind of stuff for probably about three years, maybe actually probably about five years, I think now. Okay. Judith Sherwin. Hi, I'm Judith Sherwin. I'm an attorney in Chicago. I'm also an adjunct professor at uh, Loyola University, where I occasionally teach constitutional law. Uh, I also teach uh, legal ethics, uh, business ethics, and uh, deal with the thesis students. So What I want to do right now is I want to go around uh, the table here, and I want everybody to give me one short answer. No elaboration. You can do that later. But I want you to give me a succinct answer to this question. Do you favor, under the federal stimulus package or, or pack, uh, support package that's been debated for quite some time, do you favor $600, $2,000 per person, or nothing, starting uh, with you, Mark Casello? Um, as you might expect, I would favor the $2,000. $2,000. All right, let's go to Jeff Hom. Jeff? I mean, it's not about the money. It's about the fact that we've shut down the economy and that until we... But for this question, it is work. about the money. For this question, it is about the money. You're, you're, I mean, you're obviously, Congress should give you should give direct aid to people, may not let them go through these bureaucratic hoops, and like it's Jeff. It's the how much money. money? You're avoiding the question. <laughs> is it six hundred dollars or is it two thousand dollars? Is I mean, I would favor two thousand dollars <laughs> if that's all that's in the bill, and not some poison pill BS like okay. in the two thousand dollars. Okay, let's go to Lek. I think I know the answer. Six hundred or two thousand or more or less. Two thousand. Two thousand. Judith Sherwin. Two thousand. Okay. Now, question to you, and I'm going to start with you, Jeff. Uh, how difficult has the president made this discussion, this debate? How difficult has he made it on the two Republicans who are running next Tuesday in Georgia by coming out? Uh, so forcefully for $2,000, basically joining what the Democrats have had to say and suggesting that uh, Republicans need to come up to that level, uh, and neither of those senators uh, appear to be willing to do so. I think it's absolutely an indictment of how insulated Congress is from the pain they inflict on the economy and, or on, and on their people, right? The fact that they've spent nine months 
and saying, oh, here's $600. That's like a dollar 34 cents a day, right? And, and all the while, they haven't missed a single paycheck. So the fact that the president is actually tapped into, uh, I think, that righteous anger that like that's absurd. But isn't um, that what the Democrats it, it, have done? Is, isn't that what the Democrats have done, that they've asked for $2,000? Yeah, the Democrats have asked for $2,000 and a whole bunch of liberal priorities. Like, if it was okay. a clean bill that was $2,000 direct payment, I think that absolutely uh, Leffler and Purdue would be on board with it. Would you say, but that's uh, Mark Casello, that the $2,000 uh, that the Democrats mucked that up by adding things to it that they knew would be poison pill for Republicans and, and not, not a clean bill, as Jeff has called for? Uh, no, I, I think that the uh, the Democrats have been been advocating for two thousand dollar direct payments for a long time. Um, Mnuchin was in there as Trump's advocate. Uh, I think it was surprising for Trump to jump in so late if he wanted to be on board with the two thousand dollar payments. But the Democrats, the Democrats were also asking for substantial amount of money for states and municipalities. I mean, they huh. they were not presenting two thousand dollars as a standalone bill. Certainly, but it, you know, if it came down to it, I'm certain you know uh, there was talk already about introducing the two thousand dollars as a standalone uh, piece. That that could have been done, and the Democrats, say, you know, I hate to say it, but they traditionally don't have the the best spine, <laughs> and when it comes down to negotiating, so they would have been certainly yeah. been open to that. Lak, uh, with the new Congress that uh, was sworn in today, where do you think they will come back uh, and agree with? They will have a, a smaller. A majority in the House, uh, and we don't know what the control of the Senate will be. Uh, but where do you think that this ultimately will come down? I mean, check some six hundred dollar checks have already flown out to you know millions of people already. Yeah, and I I'm going to say something that'll surprise you. And parts of what Jeff said, I I agree with him. Um, I I want to remind everyone though that. that and as was pointed out by Mark, uh, the president didn't come in on this until literally a, about a week before it was ready to go to the vote. Um, I think $2,000 is, is what's needed to get the economy stimulated, as we found with the first set of checks that went out. Um, I agree that there is sometimes pork in these things that need to be eliminated. What's going to happen with this new Congress? I have no idea. I know that our congressman here, Congressman Ruiz, has been very, very clear of where he stands, uh, mm -hmm. that it has to be, the economy has to be stimulated, and it will be stimulated by people that, that need the money, such as those, that the $2,000 check. The thing that's so disturbing, though, is that this, this has taken so long, despite the fact that the Democrats were negotiating on it, for a long time, for McConnell then to just not even continue a conversation on it uh, is amazing. I mean, people are, are desperate right now. They're losing their homes. They're being evicted from their rental properties. And it, I don't know where the new Congress is going to stand, Bruce. I really don't. It's going to be okay. interesting. I want to, to, see I want to go. I want to go to Judith. I want to go to Judith with a political question that I asked a few moments ago, and that is, uh, didn't uh, the president really stick it to uh, Senator Perdue yes. and Senator Loeffler by by coming out so strong for two thousand? Uh, literally, when you're forty eight hours away from a vote in Georgia, uh, isn't he isn't he really screwing them? <laughs> 
you know, I, I think you underestimate the, the um, as, as Jeff said, uh, the ability of Donald Trump to tap into what people need and what people want, okay? That's how he got 74 million votes. Um, and that's why he's well, can I can I just can I offer one? Let me finish. No, no, no. Let me let me let me ask one follow up, and then I'm going to turn it back to you. Okay. I agree with you, but when when you were in a hotly contested uh, race for the U.S. Senate, and I spent much of last week in Georgia, and I got to tell you, every single spot on every single radio and TV station is about this race. You can't find anybody selling soap or anything else. But my <laughs> question, my my question to you is. Uh, Kelly Loeffler was on uh, with uh, Brett Baer on Fox today. Did did you or did anyone see her on that show? Yeah, I did. She looked terrible. She could not answer a question about whether or not she was going to whether or not where she stood on on the 600 versus 2000. She couldn't answer a question about where she was going to stand as to whether she's going to vote with Josh Hawley and a dozen other Republicans come Wednesday. And she kept coming back to, well, it's about it's about me and David Perdue getting elected on Tuesday. There's there's truth to that. But if I was at home and I was a voter in Georgia, I would say, here is a typical politician who isn't going to tell me the truth before they want my vote. And I would be really ticked off and I would be less likely to vote for Kelly Loeffler because of the way she conducted herself. Your reaction, and I think, Mark, you saw you saw today, but go ahead, Judith. And yeah, then I, I mean, I didn't see it because I haven't watched Fox News since election night, and I don't intend to watch them ever again. But um, I, I, I have read her statements uh, where she says it's about us getting elected. Um, and, um, you know, I a lot of the Republicans on a, on a principled level don't want to take two an additional two thousand dollars and throw it into this pork bill so what they want is they want uh changes in in the stimulus package okay and and that's what mcconnell is trying to do i don't necessarily agree with how he's doing it but but i don't know if if kelly Loeffler loses i don't think it'll be because of that okay, okay. Um, well, we'll see and, and when we come back we do have to pause don't. We do have to pause when we come back, I promise. Uh, Mark Casello, you will be our first speaker when we return. 1-800-723-8029. I understand we have callers on the line. We will hear from callers, including one listening to us in New Hampshire tonight when we continue on our first broadcast of 2021. This is Beyond the Beltway. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation. Without all the talk and without an opinion so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be. It's how it should be. News Nation. Seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. Because it's your news, your nation. Steven. 
said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing matter license in all 50 states and MLS Consumer Access.org number 33. Happy holidays, folks. Colonel Snowman here to tell you about my piping hot KFC $20 fill-up with eight pieces of chicken or 12 tenders and all the fixings. It's an easy way to keep the family fed when you're too uh, busy to cook. Wow, this KFC meal is piping hot and I'm made of snow. Uh, try my KFC $20 fill-up. You can order ahead at KFC.com. Happy holidays from KFC. Limited time only at participating locations. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Delivery service and additional fees apply. Hey, Chicago, Eric G. with Around the House. Coming up each and every Saturday, 7 to 9 a.m., right here on WCGO, Chicago Smart Talk. We are going to be tackling all the different home improvement projects that are going around your house. It could be outside with outdoor landscaping and decking to inside to kitchen and bathroom remodeling. All of these things and more coming up. Plus, we slide in a few more interviews with the celebrities that you see on TV each and every Saturday, 7 to 9 a.m., right here on WCGO. Are the gifts you plan to leave behind really safe? Learn how even the most generous plans for your assets you intend to bequeath can be undone by taxes, legal snags, health care costs, and other avoidable pitfalls. For your free commissioned report on estate planning, call 844-345-3140, 844-345-3140, or visit atfinancial.com. That's atfinancial.com. Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sundays, 8 to 9 a.m. on WCGO Radio, 1590 a.m. and 95.9 FM. Bruce Dumont back, and uh, we just heard from one of our stations that they didn't get the memo about our new satellite coordinates, so uh, hopefully there's some people uh, listening out there. Uh, in Redding, California, that will soon be able to join the conversation. Um, Ellie, you you said that. Uh, well, I wanted I wanted to go back to Mark. Mark, because you you were going to make a point before the break, and then we're going to go to Ellie. Hit Mark, your microphone uh, oh. because uh, somebody has gone to uh, mute. Okay. Can and you hear mute me now, Bruce? Is not a good thing for radio. I can hear you, Mark. <laughs> go ahead. You guys got me here. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I was expecting to see, uh, you know, I, Fox News had this exclusive with Leffler and on on, and I thought, well, this is a great chance for her to reach out to those Georgia voters. But um, her message came through really muddled, as Bruce said. She she w- uh, wasn't clear uh, where she stood um, on on the stimulus payments. 
she she ad hominem attacked uh, Warnock about child abuse allegations. Yeah. She didn't really. Uh, she was trying to split the hair uh, to talk about local Georgia issues and Chuck Schumer's radical takeover of the Senate. And there just wasn't really clear messaging. And, and she just really didn't speak to the people, in my opinion. So it was a, a squandered opportunity. And I don't think it's looking good uh, for them on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jeff, my question to you is, you represent uh, and you deal with young Republicans. How do young Republicans in the in the constituency that you deal with, how do they feel about Trump and, and whether he goes or is clinging to, to power when maybe there are younger Republicans out there who might even be more conservative, more moderate, who deserve a chance to, to run the country in four years? I can tell you, actually, we got um, uh, a number of young Republicans elected to Congress uh, this cycle. Um, and that this weekend, um, I, I believe there were 60 or 70 young Republicans in Georgia uh, doing voter contacts for uh, these two very important races. And that is what our current focus is, is until Tuesday, um, these two races are our top priority. And I think that um, Trump is energizing to a fair number of our, our members. I think that there are um, others who don't um, uh, find him as invigorating, but I think that a lot of people recognize that um, you go to, you know, you, you kind of have to um, uh, take the candidates you get, not, not necessarily the ideal candidates, and that any, Repu any Republican, including um, people uh, who are sometimes squishes like Mitt Romney, are preferable to uh, liberals uh, like Ossoff and Warner. Judith, where do you think the party is going to go? And let me ask the question that I asked everybody last week. On okay. January 20th at noon, where do you think Donald Trump is going to be? Oh, he's not going to be. I, I would bet he's not going to be at the inauguration. That's what how I would do you bet. Feel, how do you feel about that? Well, you know, I, I don't particularly, I'm not happy about that, but I'm not happy about this circus we've been living in for the last two months. Uh, having grown up in Chicago, Bruce, as I think you know very well, I've seen mm -hmm. vote fraud in my life, and I have yes. seen more of it in the last two months. More instances, more modernized instances of some rampant vote fraud, number one. Number two, a process that, that absolutely encouraged all kinds of shenanigans and vote fraud. All right, let me and ask you this so question. I understand Judith. why he wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be there either. My just, question to you like is, you said you've seen all kinds of the stuff. How come uh, no judge, including many Trump-appointed judges, how come no judge anywhere has, has, has been alarmed as you are? Now, obviously, Josh Hawley is, uh, Ted Cruz is, many of the senators that are going to be voting for this. But what, what, what is the most egregious thing that you say is absolute fraud? And do you think that it took place in four or five states, which Donald well, Trump will need here's, here's numerically if you want to flip okay. this around? Okay. okay, so here's what I see. And, and this, is, this, is a new, this is new wine and old bottles or old bottles with new wine. I don't know. At, at 3 o'clock in the morning, at 2 o'clock in the morning, 
I think four or five states suddenly stopped counting the votes. In my lifetime, and I think in yours, and I've been watching this stuff for a long, long time, that has never happened. It, everybody just said, you know what, we're going to stop counting. Who stops counting on election night? This is, this is not something... Okay that I've ever right, seen one before. That's number one. one well, let me finish. Well, 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 before, before, well, Judith, before we get to your number two, okay. I want to go to Ellie because <laughs> Ellie wants to respond to what you just said, the, the point number one. Well, it would be and nice again, if we, we had we a whole point to make and then she could respond, but go ahead. You well, know go what, ahead. Judith, go right ahead. Thank go you. Go right ahead. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. Go ahead. Uh, and I won't interrupt you. Um, Thank you. The second part, I mean, the... the the number two thing is that all of a sudden, now we have 6.30 in the morning, all of a sudden there are these votes that come in out of nowhere, all right? So I'm old enough well, to yeah, remember but, but, but a president of the United yeah, I mean, States. Be, be specific, Judith. If you're talking about votes coming in, I mean, in, in advance of the election, uh, a, a number of people, including some on the Trump campaign, were talking about that on election night, the votes that are going to... Uh, that early voting, and uh, right. there was going to be uh, there would they would change as the same day voting came in. I mean that that isn't a surprise to anybody. No, um, I, we're getting some weird feedback. Um, look, there's five states. It's actually our bumper music. It's actually our bumper music, which means we have to go to a break. All four of our guests will return for hour number two. We have a lot more discussion on different topics. And again, we have callers waiting. I promise we're going to go to callers when we come back. 1-800-723-8289 from coast to coast and border to border. This is Beyond the Beltway, and I'm Bruce Dumont. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Jill, why didn't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. 
Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime of... Tune in Sunday night, 8 p.m. It's Steve Levin, the Dice Man. Roll the dice where you don't know what the heck we're going to be talking about, but you'll be sure to listen, learn, and laugh. Bruce Dumont back. We continue with hour number two of Beyond the Beltway. Thank you very much for joining us. We have Ellie Kay from Palm Springs, California. She's a Democrat. Uh, we also have Judith Sherwin. She is a conservative Republican lawyer from Chicago. Jeff Hom is with us. He is with the Young Republican Federation, and he joins us from Chicago. And, of course, uh, the ever-popular Mark Casella, who is a professor at uh, the Calumet College, uh, Calumet College of St. Joseph, joins us as well. And uh, we've got callers. They've been standing by for a while, so let's go to the them let's go and i think we got a caller in new hampshire steve is that you bruce happy healthy new year to everybody and thank uh, you very much safe 2020 safe 2021 uh right a few things first of all a few weeks ago bruce you i wanted to clarify something you had raised as an issue uh and rarely do i do that uh and that is you were questioning the idea about states mailing out ballots and the effect on the election. And I yes. did a little research. There were nine states that did it. Five of them have done it for a long time. And of the nine states, the only one you could say that was questionable, and even though the history is it was Democratic, was Nevada. Every other state, there'd be no question on the people where it was mailed out that those states were going to vote Democratic, other than Utah, which voted Republican. So. Mm-hmm. The battle line, the battleground states of Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, had nothing to do with automatic people had to request their ballots to get them, just like they do in Florida and they do in New Hampshire. So I think that you're, you're I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, well, that's fine, and I, I just want to, to clear, I, let me, let me yeah. clarify this for future elections. I think that if you want to vote absentee, you should take affirmative action on your part 
to contact your local election authority and ask for a ballot. I do not think that ballots should be sent out willy-nilly to anyone that's on a list. I think the the it, it's up for you to say that you want to vote, and then okay. you can vote, and you put I, it in the mailbox. I have no problem. Put it I have no that, problem I, with it. I just I wanted to say it had no effect. Yeah, it had okay. no effect on this election. That was my, my main point. Uh, there's something that Judith said a number of months ago, and I finally have a chance. Judith actually scares me. There's, she scares me because I understand she is a very smart woman, smart person, mm-hmm. but so misguided. that There's one thing in particular she said a few months ago, which, of course, raised, made me think about myself, and that is she said the Democrats were Marxists. Now, I vote Democratic. I run a business. I have 25 employees. I'm in a financial service business. And I had never realized that I was a Marxist. So I think that that was such an outrageous statement that Judith made that it really is beyond the pale uh, of, of what should be done. The last thing I wanted to mention well, is let's, let's basically let, Trump is... Steve, Steve, oh, Steve sure. let's let her respond, and then we'll go back to you. Okay. Uh, Judith, so uh, Thank you. you have been, your name has been mentioned, so we'll right. yield to you for a short answer. A short answer. First of all, all Democrats are not Marxists. The Democratic Party is, is uh, seething with Marxism these days, and even communism. That does not mean that individual Democrats... Are Marxists? It does not mean that individual Democrats are communists. But many of the ideas that are being bandied about by the Democratic Party, including Cory Booker wanting to confiscate farmland from people and a couple of other things that I could mention, those are Marxist ideas. You can look them up and you might be quite surprised because you might be very unhappy with the results. Let me finish. You might be very unhappy with the results of this coming election, and God forbid if we lose Georgia. So, that's right, I'm going to go back to you. Categorical nonsense. Steve, but, Steve, one second. I'm going to go yes. back to you, but then, uh, you know, hang on just a second. Stay on the line, Steve, because you're going to get the, uh, double the price here because uh, <laughs> uh, the W, the value, I should say, because Ellie K <laughs> wants to respond to your question and Judith's response. Ellie Thank K. you. Was that a question, though? That was just kind of like, you know, a series of statements. Ellie? Thank you. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, there has been too much, too many people are throwing out things about the Democratic Party that are just not true. I'm tired of being called a communist. I'm tired of being called a Marxist. I'm tired of being called a bleeding liberal. I don't know what, exactly what that problem is. I, you know, that can be thrown, that can be turned around. Uh, there are white supremacists and I guess all Republicans must be white supremacists. Well, of course they're not. Of course they're not. The name calling has got to stop. We have to have a dialogue and we're not having a dialogue. If you throw out terms like, well, you, if, a, if Democrats are, are Marxists or Democrats are this or that, there are people in the party of the Democratic Party that, yeah, I don't completely agree with them all the time, but at least they're bringing up the topic and at least they're bringing up the conversation. And that's all I'm going to say on that topic. And by the way, Jeff, I just want to add one quick thing. I've been with Jeff before. One other time we were on this program with Bruce. Yes. Jeff, I don't necessarily agree with you, but by golly, i got to tell you, I admire you, young man. I admire that you are getting out there and you are participating 
Again, you and I may not agree with each other, but anytime I see a young person involved, I'm a happy camper. So thank you. Good. Okay. Uh, let's go back well, to Steve. That. Go ahead, Steve. Thank you. Um, what, what Trump has done since the election, I mean, is basically he's, he's promoting a big lie about the about fraud in the elections. Uh, what the, the revelation today about his tape, tape recording should make anybody who votes, who thinks that Trump is the person who should be president, really cognizant of how bad a person Trump is. But there is one fact. Wall Street Journal reported this. I think it was actually an editorial. Cobb County, Cobb County in Georgia did a random audit of over 15,000 ballots. They found 11 questionable ballots, of which none of them had was was involved with fraud. They were they had nine signatures that you know my signature today is different than when I first you know 30 40 years ago uh, went to the polls. So it is just nonsense that well Judith is bringing up uh, the idea of fraud. In fact, in all the court cases, Rudy Giuliani said, "Oh, we're not we're not saying there's fraud." I mean. But Trump is constantly talking about fraud. He has been, in my opinion, this, he has been a disgrace as it relates to uh, the post-election. Forget what he did before this, the election. It, Steve, what what, this, what he did this, with uh, uh, Georgia is no different than what he did with Ukraine. He is trying to manipulate the system unfairly, unethically. And the fact that you don't okay. recognize it, and being as an intelligent woman that you are, and you don't recognize it, is just astounding to me. Jeff, uh, Helm, you, you were, want to jump in here. I mean, come on. We spent four years being told every other day that Trump colluded with Russia. Trump colluded with Russia. It's 2016, all these irregularities, all this kind of stuff. And then suddenly 2020 is the cleanest election that we've ever had, right? Nope. All we're trying to say is, hey, there's a constitutionally um, appointed process. It's provided for in the Constitution. Why can't we do it? It feels like this is to use a football metaphor. It feels like the Democrats just got a really favorable spot, and they're trying to snut, uh, spike the ball before they can review it. Or uh, they're trying to snap the ball before they can review it, so that that okay. way. Bruce, thank you very much. And, okay, and, and we've got to move on. I, mean, uh, I, I just don't get a break. it. Right? They they spent four years dining President Trump over the Russia collusion nonsense that was complete BS. And we can't even okay. follow a constitutionally appointed process without being called that we're threatening democracy or any of that. Okay, we we've got to pause back shortly from Chicago. I'm Bruce Dumont. Don't go away. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Your tween made you see. We are the boy. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. 
Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. Matt Rush continues to build more of President Trump's border wall before his term ends. Mr. Trump's bypassed legal issues by gutting wildlife refuges and reshaping Native American lands under the name of national security. At the end, a partial wall, environmental damage, and a rich construction company, or 18, will be his legacy. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. As a minimalist, paying less for insurance is more. Nice place. Is your house a bubble? It's a dome. I find corners unnecessary. At Liberty Mutual, that's how we feel about overpaying for insurance. But I do miss having shelves. Hmm. What would you put on them? Nothing, obviously. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hindsight is 2020. 2020 was a brutal year with a lot we couldn't control. Pandemic, economy, unemployment. What can we control? Our job, our career. In 2020, My Computer Career helped more people start IT careers than ever. Don't look back with 2020 hindsight next year and see yourself in that 2020 job. Take control. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sunday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Smart Talk, WCGO AM and FM. Bruce, you back. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, I am live from Chicago. And again, uh, we thank you very much for joining us from coast to coast and border to border around the world uh, on Facebook Live and YouTube and uh, a lot of great radio stations, uh, and nice to have you with us uh, this evening. And again, uh, since for the last uh, about seven or eight months now, we have been uh, forced to do Zoom casts because uh, basically everybody else is because of COVID restrictions in our various states. And uh, one of the things that's that, that I miss, and I'm sure I'm speaking for a lot of people out in the audience, is just the the camaraderie, the closeness when we were all in the same room looking at each other in the eye around a round table. And again, the conversations got uh, quite heated at times, but at least there was a familiarity with the, with the experience. And again, in the world of COVID, in the world of Zoomcast, I sit here in Chicago and uh, I'm looking at a screen with uh, four great guests. And sometimes uh, because of the communication lag that exists, with Zoomcast, people try to talk and uh, they talk over each other. And again, we're getting quite a few comments, or comments uh, and complaints this evening about too much talk over. So uh, I'll try to be uh, a little stricter ringmaster. But uh, we're going to go back to Ellie because I recall that Ellie, as we were going to a break, Ellie was trying to make a point, and we go back to you to make that point, Ellie. Well, I just find it interesting that there's a, a constant buzz uh, from the Republicans that. Uh, uh, Mr. Trump was not treated fairly for four years, and I'd like to remind everyone that the very first night, that the night that uh, President Obama was sworn in, Mitch McConnell got together with a group of Republicans and said, "Our number one job is to make him a one-term president." They 
Rich McConnell and uh, the Republican Party stymied him on every turn they could, including saying a year before the election that he could not nominate someone to the Supreme Court. So I'm sorry, and I don't think that Mr. Trump's uh, birth certificate was ever questioned. So I just find that, I'm sorry, but I find that to be sad and interesting and, again, a divisiveness in this country. So so the difference to me is that 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 was following... um, what they were allowed to do as a co-equal government, right? As opposed to running with this fake dossier, which has been, de- it, this is fake, right? And uh, Comey no. conspiring, <laughs> Comey conspiring with um, CNN to leak information to get Robert Mueller appointed so that Mueller could ultimately do nothing but spend three years doing it over, during cool. which time we were told, yes, there's absolutely a smoking right. gun here. There's absolutely a smoking gun here. Uh, we're okay. we're going to get. I want to interrupt. I want to interrupt That's here as, as, as the moderator. I want to I want to take my privilege here and just say I'm going to ask everybody for the rest of the show, and hopefully I'm going to have to say this every week. Let's spend less time looking in the rearview mirror. I mean, tonight is a logical time to look into the rearview mirror because we do have something coming up in 48 hours that is going to relate to things that happen in the rearview mirror. But if we want to move forward as a country, as a party, uh, as a Republican Party or Democratic Party, we have to figure out what what it is that needs to be done, resolved, and and, and have a discussion of some of those points. So as yes, I sir. as I look to you, uh, Mark, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about the Democratic Party because uh, they, they uh, although Nancy Pelosi was elected uh, Speaker of the House again, she says this is her last term. Um, there are many liberals in the House, including. Uh, such as yourself, although you're not in the House, uh, you want this. You want the party to go left, and Joe Biden may not want to move that party as fast or as far left as you. So, I mean, when you come back on this program in the next couple of months, are you going to be a, a critic of Joe Biden? Yeah, I mean, I, I could start today. <laughs> I could, go ahead. I could start today, but uh, <clears throat> but I, you know, compared to a President Trump, <laughs> you know. I mean, the idea that we could have a Native American as a, as the Secretary of the Interior overseeing the National Park Service and safe, sacred yeah. Native American sites, I find that hard to complain about. And, and so I'm going to be pretty happy with Joe Biden. You know, I'm worried about Mitch McConnell. You know, if he stays in that position, he's got a stranglehold. This one person having a stranglehold on all legislation uh, is, is very troubling to me. Um, but uh, looking ahead, you know, I see 122 women elected in the House of Representatives. That's tremendous. Uh, uh, a very diverse cabinet. Um, do I agree with all the cabinet picks? No. But but uh, I think, you know, um, there's going to be a strong voice coming from the left to push uh, uh, some, some good issues forward. Who in the cabinet do you uh, not think highly of? <clears throat> well, so, so, you know... Uh, as, as a progressive who's concerned about income inequality, um, the Janet Yellen pick, you know, suggests we've got a, a traditional uh, treasury secretary who's very aligned with big business and banks, uh, which is, well, I guess, what you want in a treasury secretary, but, um, you know, she's no Robert Reich, um, in my opinion. Um, but, but, well, no, I, I think Robert Reich is great. And um, so uh, that would be one of my complaints. Uh, but uh, Department of Education, uh, yeah, Secretary of Education, 
uh, having someone who's taught, come on. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. As a professor uh, at a, at a uh, mm -hmm. college. Okay, school. let's go to uh, Ellie. Ellie, I want you to fill in, the, uh, fill in some of the blanks. Uh, as, this, uh, as the Biden cabinet and, and close uh, political staff is being put together, is there anybody on that list that you are not wild about? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I have been impressed. At, like like uh, Mark felt, I was really blown away by the Secretary of Education to have someone who was actually a teacher who actually understands education to be in, now in charge of that. Um, I, I'm not that thrilled with Yellen, but I'm not that dissatisfied with it either. I think that we have an economy that is in free fall, and so to have someone with experience, I think, is going to be very valuable. Um, and again, my gosh, to have a pick for interior was just brilliant, in my opinion, to have someone who actually understands, cares, and loves the land from the land, uh, I thought was out, was just outstanding. I'm anxious to see some of the others. I also think, by the way, that Pete Buttigieg for transportation was, uh, was a great stroke. Uh, I think Pete is going to be terrific uh, understanding. Last week, last week, last week on this program, we had uh, Peter, uh, Peter from the Illinois Institute of, of Technology, and uh, he thought that was a horrible choice. He, he is, well, he is probably the most liberal Democrat we have on this program, and he thought that was a, a bad choice because he thinks that, that Pete, Judge, Pete Buttigieg is not up to the job because uh, it, it's, it, it's one of the most difficult cabinet positions out there, and he doesn't think that he's qualified for it. So, again, well, I think well, but he's you're, more you're qualified than Elaine Joe was. <laughs> I think he's more qualified well, than Elaine Joe, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Is is but but does he have a direct link to the majority leader for appropriations? That's that's pretty astute. Well, that's going to be the right. issue, isn't it? That's going to be the issue. Will Mitch McConnell be willing to work with this cabinet? You know, everybody seems to be upset with Mitch McConnell, but yeah. the, the reality is, Mitch McConnell is a creature of the political system. Uh, you know, the fact that he said that he wanted to make Barack Obama a one-term president. I don't think uh, uh, any majority leader probably would have said the same thing about a president of the opposite party. Exactly. He perhaps mm -hmm. said it publicly. Exactly. Should have said it. But I mean, everybody. No, no. But 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 everybody. Tip everybody does. I mean, the point is that <laughs> right. liberals spent hundreds and hundreds of million dollars to stop him in Kentucky, and he rolled to re-election. And the question right. is, how is he going to be? Uh, you know. Uh, you know, uh, if he ends up in the minority, but I'll bet right now I don't think he ends up in the minority, and I think he's going to be and continue to be the most the most important Republican in Washington D.C. I would agree with that. I mean, I I think are you a happy I, camper, or do you I, think he's too wishy-washy? Judy, you talking to me? Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Bruce. You, you cut out a second. I I didn't hear what you said. Do you think that Mitch McConnell is too wishy-washy for you oh mitch mcconnell is the least wishy-washy person i can think of except for donald trump i mean he he's just not gonna bend that's that's the way it is he knows where he's going all the time i mean if he if he has the majority in the senate these cabinet picks are going to have a very difficult time well not all of them some of them i mean first yeah. of all janet yellen 
I, I mean, so far, I think really she's the only one that I look at and I go, okay, she's normal. Um, but the rest of them, I mean, you, you, Pete Buttigieg, his great, um, his great background for being the Secretary of the Treasury is he proposed to his transportation, transportation, transportation. Excuse me, he proposed right. to his, his, uh, his partner, you know, in the terminal of an airport. I mean, come on, what, what well, are we? Any wise Oh come on! Oh come on! Wait, wait, now who's in? Wait, who's interrupting? Here. Come on, right. stop no, no. it. Ju Ju no, Judith, please, wrap it stop. up and then we're going to go to Mark. All right. I mean, I, and, and quite frankly, I find it appalling, really appalling, that anyone would say that just because a person is a Native American, that they have respect for the land, which is some kind of weird thing out of an old cowboy movie, um, and, and really is a terrible thing to say. That, you know, just because someone is a Native American doesn't mean they have more respect for the land that, than I do or anybody else sitting on this panel. So I think that that's a horrible, horrible kind of thing to say. And, and I hope that this person who was nominated, because I don't really know very much about the person, is a person who could be a good Secretary of the Interior. But one of his qualifications is not that he loves the land. Come on. Okay, she, Mark, Mark, 10 she seconds does love to Mark. The land because she to understands Mark. it and wants to protect Mark. it. Mark, Good. go ahead. 10 seconds. Uh, okay, um, great pick for Secretary of the Interior. Understands that we shouldn't put FCC, you know, uh, uh, cell phone towers through sacred Native American sites. Just 10 seconds. Okay, Thank when you. we come back, more discussion. I'm Bruce Dumont from Coast to Coast and Border to Border. This is Beyond the Beltway. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America. A nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and... AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm, from brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries, be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. 
It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day, he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Hey, it's JT and Leanne. Join us for the Heart and Home Radio Show. Brought to you by Exit Realty. Sundays at 11 on Smart Talk. WCGO. AM and FM. Bruce Lamont, thank you very much for being with us this evening. Let's go to calls. Bob is listening to us in the great state of Wisconsin. Go ahead, Bob. Bob, are you there? All right, do we have anybody on the line, Connor? You're back at the station. Is there anybody ready to go? Hello? Hello? Yes, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Okay, the talk on the election, most of it is on fraud. But I think yes. it should be on legitimacy, confidence. Right. And when uh-huh. jurisdictions don't follow their procedures, they don't pay attention to the chain of custody, and that that um, and they don't cooperate in in the verification of the vote. Mm-hmm. I feel that that erodes confidence. I mean, you don't have confidence in the vote. And All right. so I, it I, I want to go. I want to I want. I want to go to our Democrats right now. Uh, and uh, Ellie, I want to start with you. Um, in the last hour, you disagreed with the recommendation that's going to be voted on on Wednesday which calls for a commission, an electoral commission, to be set up uh, within 10 days. You don't, there's not enough time, in your opinion, to do it. If, if that was removed and, and there was a resolution that said that such and such a commission was going to be appointed by the House, the Senate, and the Supreme Court for a report to all entities within six months that would try to address all of these ramifications and all these screw-ups real and imagined would you support that no could this be a bipartisan thing that both republicans and democrats would deal with once and for all that would set up some some criteria for how we run elections in the united states keeping in mind that they are a state function i have no problem with that if it's going to be done after the inauguration of Joe Biden as president of the United States. If we want to examine our election laws again, that's fine. I have no problem with that. But to say that we're going to do it now so that Mr. Trump can stay in office when he has been uh, not elected as the next president of the United of the States. No, I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. I think that we have to acknowledge that he lost the election. 71 million people may have voted for him, but 8 million more over that count voted for Joe Biden. That seems to have been lost in all of this. Apparently, the fact that Joe Biden won the election 
is subject to to fraud and he didn't really win. I heard that Linwood, I believe his name is Linwood, is the attorney, one of the attorneys for that is right this issue. He said, and I quote, California overwhelmingly, hmm. it was a landslide for Donald Trump. No, it wasn't in any way, shape, or form. This thing has gone on long enough. We've got enough problems in this country, people. Let's get back to dealing with the problems. Jeff Helm, let me ask you, um, go ahead, response. I would just like to say that there's nothing more important than having clean, honest elections in our system. Mm-hmm. Without that, without we the do. confidence, we um, no, we don't. lost everything. I agree. So that, I would like to say that. Well, no, I, I, I agree with you, and the question is, how do we get to that particular point? Jeff, Ham, you look like you want to say something. It, it, again, it just feels like it's, you know, to, to the point that, that Judith made earlier, it was we couldn't, we couldn't do it. We couldn't contest it before the election. The election had to happen. We, oh, we're too late to do it now. So when was the, when was the time to do this, right? Like if, if this, it, I mean, I can't think of anything more important like, because if we find out six months from now, okay, that there's, I don't know, some rampant problem. And I'm, again, I'm not, I don't think that there's algorithms or anything like that that change votes. We're talking about run-of-the-mill voter fraud that exists in places like the city of Chicago, right? And, you know, has existed as everywhere there's a democracy since there's been democracy. Voter fraud is that old, right? Um, so I'm not talking about some conspiracy, but let's let's find out. Let's say six months from now, we find out that, yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't know. There was X number of people who shouldn't have voted because they were registered in a different state. There was Y number of people who were supposed to do that. Is Biden mm-hmm. going to resign? Are we going to do the election over? No. Is there is there a process for that? No. What? The only process is is to do is to do what the Constitution says, right? And you're trying to say, no, we can't do it because we can't possibly have the time. Okay. If we took the time to do it and we found out a result uh, that that actually... There was a number of irregularities that have been proven over and over again because we took six months to do it. What happens then? Sixty go, oh, cases sorry, guys. have been brought before. Sorry, but, but again, the, the, the point is, the point is, and let, let me, let me. Before, uh, I'm sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Your, 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 your point is that <clears throat> this is a matter that has been adjudicated in courts and, and in the court of public opinion. Yes. Judith, my here's my question to you. My question to you. This is, this is just, I want, I want everybody's response. To you, Judith, okay. you respond you. first. But here's the question. Okay. What if, by a stroke of luck to you, uh, a magic wand is waved and Donald Trump remains as president and the results are thrown out? What would the reaction to the country be? How would the 80-plus million people who voted for Joe Biden, how would they feel? What would the daily life in America look like? Well, it would probably look a little bit worse than it's looked for the last four years, but not much, all right? Right. We just lived through four years of every single day every hour yeah, of that every was day. after that was after and judith that was after an election 
Yes. There was, was nothing. There was nothing. But, 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 just wait a minute. A no, wait, wait a minute. minute. Wait a minute. They, there was an election in 2016. Okay. Hillary Clinton lost. She lost not because she was a bad candidate. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton lost. So Hillary. what? We're not. We're not dealing. We're not dealing with the ego of a candidate in this particular case. Although we may. But my question to you is: That was in 2016. The Democrats at that point did not say. Uh, they may have said rhetorically in the streets. Politically, the Donald Trump was a was illegitimate. Oh, come on. But, but the point Bruce. is, but the point Bruce. is, they were not going to court, trying to keep Donald Trump Thank from you. going to sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Completely different story. I I understand they that they weren't. Differently. I understand that they weren't, and and that that I I. First of all, Hillary Clinton did try to change the results of the election. She and did try, yes, she did, and How? they did try to How? they. How? they they put How? pressure on some of the electors. They were trying Ooh, to get them Ooh. to change their yeah, votes. That was absolutely a thing. That was Ooh. absolutely something that was. Who I don't have it? the names, but I remember that it happened. It was. I, it, I, was look, it, it was something that was done. All right. It wasn't very successful. Didn't go it didn't did last it. very long, and and it was over pretty quickly. However. Why? They had what they called their insurance policy. They were going to destroy this president somehow and get him out of office. And and they. Judith, you've made that point over and over and over again. And you know what? But I'm talking. I'm trying to. I'm trying to break some new ground here. You keep going. By the way, you, if we if we were to meet ten years from now, you're going to be saying the exact same thing, just as the people who who voted in the 1960 election. There's people that are going to their grave believing that John Kennedy stole the election. I mean, that is that is the basis of the Republican Party charge that Democrats run corrupt elections. It goes back to 1960, and, and Republicans and Democrats to, are still to, talking about it. it. It probably goes back to 1876, which Whatever. we were talking about before, okay? Tammany, Tammany but, but the point... The, yeah, right. But the point is, the point is, what would it, what would daily life look like in this country? It will not look very good. I understand that. All right, I really do understand that. And that's good for the country. And if you let me finish, if you well, let me do finish, it, do it quickly, I do please. not necessarily, I do not necessarily think that Donald Trump is going to be successful on this challenge, or that the people supporting right. him are going to be successful. But I think it's a challenge that needs to be made because we will never, ever have a Republican president, maybe again, and we will never have any Republican anything unless it's to the Democrats' advantage to have one. And that's the oh truth. God. All right. There has been tremendous election fraud in this country. The right, Republicans are not very good at it. And the Democrats are very good at it. The chair recognizes Ellie Kay. Go, Ellie. And then I we're going to move you on. Know, I, I don't even know where to begin on this. This is, I'm sorry. I don't even know where to begin. So I'm going to give it to Mark. Mark is raising Mark. his hand. He, he, Mark, right, please. Professor Casello. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting up here because since the election began, before Trump was even running this time, he was saying the election is rigged. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So let's start in 2020 going into the Biden administration. Let's hope our president doesn't begin the campaign by saying the whole thing's rigged. Let's start with that if you want to build confidence back in Thank our institutions. You. Well, don't hold your breath for that. System. So 
Um, here's, got, a psycho Georgia... here's a psychological question for everybody. Psychological. How much of this in your mind is all about Donald Trump's personal need not to be viewed to himself as a loser? And he's got all this going on. He's got maybe 70 million people that are slapping him in the back just because he does not have the intellectual capacity to understand that he lost an election because a lot of people don't like him because he's obnoxious. I want everybody to think about that. We got a break. I don't think that's fair. We're going to be back. I don't think it is either. Okay, when we come back, we're going to let everybody respond, including Judith, Ellie Kay, Jeff Hom, and Mark Casella. I'm Bruce Dumont. You can respond as well. 1-800-723-8289. I'm Bruce Dumont. Bruce, I know you're up. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation. Without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be. It's how it should be. News Nation. Seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. Because it's your news, your nation. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. How about that Russian nerve agent applied to Putin political opponent Alexei Navalny by placing a poison in Navalny's underpants proceeding along Russian plane flight? Why him? Well, Navalny was tweeting Putin's party is deeply corrupt and full of crooks and thieves, sucking the blood out of the nation. Feels familiar lately. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. Hey, everybody, it's JT from Barbecue Nation. On Barbecue Nation, you can hear the best of the best from the world of barbecue and outdoor cooking. Perhaps Amy Mills from 17th Street Barbecue will stop by the studio. And our buddy Stephen Reichlin from Barbecue University is always ready to share his secrets and style on Barbecue Nation. And Malcolm Reed, well, Malcolm will show you how to barbecue right. That's Barbecue Nation, Saturdays from noon to 2 on Chicago Smart Talk, WCGO. The Red Door has long symbolized safe havens. That's what the Red Door No-Kill Animal Shelter provides to the hundreds of cats, dogs, and rabbits it rescues annually. Animals are vet-checked, spayed, neutered, microchipped, and current on all vaccines. 
We are a 501c3 organization promoting respect for animals through education, rescue, shelter, and adoption. Like us on Facebook, visit our website at reddoorshelter.org. Who knows, you might just adopt a new member of the family. It's JT and Leanne. Join us for Married with Microphones. Special guests, hot news topics, and our hilarious relationship report card. Saturdays, 6 p.m. on WCGO. Richard Montbeck, we continue with our last segment of our broadcast. And uh, uh, before the break, I asked the question of how much of what we're dealing with in the country right now is about the personal need for Donald Trump to feel like he's won something and he's not been rejected. That that's psychologically he just can't deal with it. Judy Sherwin, give me a sh- give, everybody give me like a short 20 second answer to this. Judy. Well, first of all, I, I he understands that that he could lose an election. He doesn't want to lose an election by virtue of election irregularities and misconduct and various other things. He did say before the election that he was concerned that there was going to be a lot of opportunity for fraud and for um, um, mistakes, we'll call it, and that this mail-in ballot stuff was really going to be a major problem. All right. So, yeah, he said that and he he's he understands what happened here and he's trying to does see he? if there's anything. I Absolutely. He does. And it, he, he understands it differently, perhaps, than Ellie and Mark understand it. Uh, but I believe he understands it quite well. And, okay, Mark. and he's trying to see if there's anything that can be done to overturn the result, which is probably not okay. going to happen. Let's go to Mark. For I want to get Mark's future, response. For the future. Yeah, okay. We okay. got it. Mark. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's this publicized call with the uh, Georgia Secretary of State that everyone's oh, yeah. talking about today. <clears throat> and I think there's a quote from that that really characterizes President Trump's psychology. He said, because of what you've done to the president, speaking of himself in the third person, a lot of people aren't going to go out and vote on Tuesday um, in this runoff election. And so, you know, we're, we're in the midst of a pandemic. There's a vaccine rollout that's going too slowly. People are dying. There's people evicted. And this isn't what's on his mind. And, and he's thinking that, that uh, you know, he's worried about um, how those people, uh, their view of him, that they like him and they're not going to go vote because of him. He should be talking about, let's make sure that's a free and fair election in Georgia. Let's make sure that runoff is run with the utmost impeccable standards. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, find me 12,000 votes, uh, 11,780. So it's one your, more than Biden so he can win. Uh, because Jeff, we, your, we your, win. your reaction to the, uh, uh, to, to the phone call with the Secretary of State of Georgia? I think that, I think that there are plenty of shenanigans going on in Georgia. Right. And I think it's absolutely absurd to me that the judge that's overseeing all of this is Stacey Abrams sister. Right. So um, the the uh, um, uh, Stacey Abrams project, I forget what the name of the, the, the group is, but they argued that a change of mail form um, from a uh, change of mailing address from the United States Post Office is actually not definitive proof that somebody has has moved. And so that should not be used to cleanse the voting rolls. And and Stacey's, Stacey Abrams' sister 
went along with it before getting um, castigated into to backing up because of how absurd that was. Do you think so, it's yeah. a good idea for the president? Do you think it's a good idea, Jeff, for the Republican president of the United States to, to attack the Republican secretary of state and governor of Georgia, basically saying that they should resign or they're incompetent? Do you, do you believe either of those things? And is it as a Republican, uh, how do you feel? How do you I feel when that, that happens? Because, again, in this particular case, what hasn't been said is that, you know, the intra-party battles within Georgia is part of this. Because Kelly Leffler, that, she is Brian Kemp's candidate. She's Brian Kemp's selection. A lot of conservatives didn't like that. So, that, you know, uh, and now when the president is attacking, uh, you know, Brian Kemp, he's going to war with the Georgia Republican Party. Is that, as a, as a Republican, is that a good idea? Is it a good idea? Uh, probably not. I mean, there's bigger fish to fry right now, right? And that's why the young Republicans are in Georgia right now making voter contacts. We've made something like 6,000 just this weekend. Okay. Um, so you're so doing that's that. why Let, we're actually there. I want to go to Ellie, and Ellie, uh, answer the question. How much of this is a, is a psychological need on the part of the president? He's made it quite clear in the last five, 10, 15 years, 20 years that he's been a public person, uh, that it's all about him. And what he did today in Georgia was wrong. It was absolutely wrong. Uh, but it's been wrong on this man for a long time with a lot of issues that he has he's done, things that he has said. Uh, let's talk about the fact that according to him, uh, the what was happening with the COVID was a hoax. Well, you know what? 351,000 people are dead today. 20 million people have been afflicted with this and he thought it was a hoax. What he did today to Georgia was wrong. It was wrong. And it shows his ego. And yes, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> it, it, Judith, it's about ego. And again, Jeff, I, I have tremendous admiration for you. I really do. But this president to me has been, and I have, by the way, I have supported Republican presidents. I didn't vote for them, but I certainly did support whatever, they won the election, I supported them. But this man with the, with the ego that he has, the narcissism that he has, this is hurtful. What he's done so, is hurtful. Judy, we got, 30, we got 30 seconds left. Judy, you got the last 30 seconds, but only 30. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. First of all, President Trump, what he did today in Georgia was he had a phone call. I listened to the phone call. And the way it's been reported, if you listen to it, I you will see that he didn't really come down and ask the guy to find him 11,000 votes. He said there are 300,000 at least bad votes Go look for them, and you will find 11,000 votes to overturn the result. Okay. That's what you're out of time. That's not about his ego. We're out of you time to everybody. Really Again, amazing, thank you all for joining us, L.E.K. and Journey Sherwin and Jeff Holm and Mark Casello. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks to uh, Connor uh, McKnight and Randall Betcher, and also to Jim Berto and Bardo and uh, uh, Derek Anderson from Salem Radio for helping put our new broadcast operation together. I'm Bruce Dumont. See you next week. Good night from Chicago.
what is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games. But I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls.